Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, I have some exciting news today. Um, today is actually the delivery day of the new solar system. Um, so I'm actually current, I had to drive across the island. I had my skidster with me. So I had to drop that off um, at a different location. And then where they're going to be actually delivering the pallet of all the batteries and you know um, inverters and all that stuff. Um, is at a completely different location. It's not even at my home or anything like that. Um, so I'm at that location now. Um, yesterday, no, sorry, two days ago. No, I'm sorry. On Friday, um, it was actually here already like three days or yeah, about three or four days um, on the island. Um, but because everything shuts down on the weekends over here, um, they don't make any deliveries. So with that said, um, the delivery company reached out to me on Friday and said that they wanted the schedule for Tuesday delivery. Um, and so I said, yeah, perfect. And so what they said was, um, as they're dropping off their, um, deliveries, um, they would give me a 30 minutes, um, a, a phone call 30 minutes prior to them arriving. Um, because of the location of where I'm actually picking it up at is not close to anything anywhere that I need to be and it's pretty far it's not pretty far but it's at least a 45 eh, 30 to 45 minute drive away um, from anything that I need to do you know as far as like my home or any of that stuff I pretty much have to sit here all day they don't have a general time they said it may go fast may go slow depending on how fast they're able to make the deliveries so what they have is a um, I believe what they said was a box truck with a um, hydraulic lift gate um, which is perfect because I unloaded the skidster and my trailer is really big and it's got a big flat top to it, right? And so um, what I'm going to have them do is I'm going to have them reverse up to my trailer and then they can unfold their ramp and the, the ramp, not their ramp, but their lift gate can actually sit right onto my, um, on my trailer. So that way they can dolly off the, um, the pallet with all the stuff. Because it is 974 pounds, I believe. And so, yeah, it's going to make it easy to load it onto my trailer. Um, but the problem is I am just currently just going to be sitting here and waiting. I have no idea how long I'm going to wait. I've already been waiting for maybe 30 minutes. And it's, I don't know, maybe it's almost 11 o'clock. So, I mean, I could be waiting all the way until 4 o'clock in the afternoon, guys. <laughs> Uh, this is the problem with not being able to have stuff delivered to your home or anything like that. You know, it makes it kind of difficult. Um, but I'd rather be here early because once before when I ordered stuff through freight, they said it wasn't going to be delivered until like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. This is, you know, before. And then they, they were here at like 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and so they call like, oh, we have your, your uh, stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but it's at, you guys said four o'clock. They said, oh, well, we're in the area already. And if we can make the delivery, I said, I had to scramble and, you know, get down to where they were at. So that way I could pick up my, my orders. So I don't know how today is going to go. I don't know if they're going to show up early or late or, or what they're going to do. And if they don't show up today, that puts me into a bind because my whole day is basically planned for this. To receive my my new stuff and actually start installing it today <coughs> so excuse me guys so that is the plan but we'll see <laughs> we will see but yeah I'm really excited if, if it does show up like it's supposed to today 
Um, I didn't get a phone call of them saying they're going to reschedule the delivery, so we should be good to go. It's just a matter of what time will they be dropping it off, right? And to be honest with you guys, I'm you know I'm a type of person I like go, to go, 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 do do things, do things. And for me to sit here for now until God knows when today is hard. <laughs> I'm very impatient. Um, especially when you're just going to be sitting. I mean, here's the thing too. I'm towing a 20-foot long trailer with double axles. And, um, you know, I, I need a lot of room to turn around and move around, right? So it's not like I can just go cruising around in town and stuff like that because it's just too much of a pain, right? Um, so where I'm parked, there's a huge area, right? So I'm just going to park here and just wait. That's all That's all I can do, I guess. Oh, man, but I am tired, guys. I've been doing all kinds of projects, all kinds of stuff. Oh, my goodness, let me tell you. But now um, I do have a small issue that I need to overcome with putting in the new system. It has nothing to do with the actual new system itself. So when I sold my my last system, the the outback I had a double stack outback um, inverters, and on the right side of the inverters, which was which I had all together, it was all mounted together, was the DC breaker side, and then on the left side was the AC breaker side. So basically, I was able to run all my wires into the you know, into the, the boxes and I could divide up the circuits, do what I needed to do. But when I sold that system, because it was part of the system itself, you know, obviously I, I sold it. And so I don't have no breaker panels. So I bought a breaker panel. Well, the problem with the breaker panel that I purchased, well, it's not the panels problem. It's not the breaker panel problem. It's the problem that the wires that's going up through my conduit that's sticking out of the conduit right now, um, was measured and cut for the old system, right? Because inside those breaker panel boxes on the old system, there was a lot of wires, right? And so I was trying to consolidate and try to clean everything up as much as possible. And with that said, there's not much slack. So when I try to put the new breaker panel on, um, you know, slide it over the wires and slide it onto the conduit so I can mount it to the wall, there's no slack, right there's in fact i'm actually short um so what i thought of was this since the wires are too short to actually land on the terminal blocks inside the the breaker panel itself what i can do is um install a disconnect you know you can you can buy these disconnects that you can pull out they're usually the disconnects they come in different styles and stuff but they're usually like used for um ac units um hot tubs um, you know, that kind of stuff because it is 220 volt um, plug and they're rated for a lot of amperage. And so that's the one thing I can do is basically um, install a disconnect switch, right? The actual pull out switch right there where the wires are going to, you know, coming out of the conduit. So it'll be just long enough to wire up for the disconnect switch. And then out of the, you know, right right coming out of the, the top of the disconnect switch, I can run my own wires from the disconnect switch to the breaker panel itself, right? It's kind of a redundant thing because I really don't need the disconnect switch. That's why I have a breaker panel. But because the wires are too short to reach the terminal blocks inside the breaker panel I need to install, um, you know, that's kind of the issue I'm at. Now, there is a, another solution to this, which is... Um, the conduit is 
you know, coming coming out of the floor. It's coming out of the ground, comes through the floor, and it comes up, and that's where the wires are sticking out of. What I could do is actually cut the conduit pipe shorter, you know, from the very top, cut off a section, and then I would have a lot more, um, you know, slack on the line. So I am also considering that because that's free to me. I doesn't I don't have to buy anything extra, you know. Um, I'm I'm all I'm all for buying redundant stuff to have a redundant system, but breakers. You know, I'm going to have more than enough breakers and I don't need, really need a disconnect switch, you know, between my conduit and my breaker panel itself because I have breaker, I have two more breaker panels down line. So it'll be kind of redundant. So I am considering cutting the conduit um, in order to, um, you know, slide the uh, breaker panel over the existing wires um, the only thing with that is, is that it's going to sit my breaker panel instead of it being like, I, you know, eye level, it's going to be lower, right? So it's going to be more chess level, which actually is not a bad, bad idea because where I'm mounting the inverter, I already have everything laid out where I want to mount it. Um, instead of having a, what's called a whip, which is just basically a conduit piece, um, coming from the inverter going up into the very top of the breaker panel itself. I can tie directly into the side of the breaker panel, right? Because they have all the knockouts. So it will make a cleaner insulation and also cut down on the amount of wire that I'm going to need to run from my inverter to the breaker panel itself. So there's a lot of pros to that. The only con to that is that it's going to, the breaker panel is actually going to be lower. And I'm, I'm actually okay with that, you know, um, because like I said, I'm the only one that goes into the power room. And as far as like being to code, um, where the where the current location is, it's obviously to code. And even if I was to cut the cut a section off the top of the conduit and slide the um, breaker panel on, I would still have more than enough um, clearance all the way around, and I would still be to code. So um, I may just have to s just deal with the fact that I'm going to. Hey guys, you're not going to believe this. So as I was talking, you know, in the podcast here, I actually received a phone call. So I actually had to like pause the podcast and it's actually the delivery driver. It's so funny how that works. So um, he actually said that he's in town. He's making one more delivery at a Long's Drug store. Um, and then from there, he's going to be heading my way. So he said he's about 30 minutes out from where I'm at right now. So that's awesome. And so I already told him what truck I'm in, you know, the flatbed trailer and all that stuff. And so I told him that he could probably just reverse up to me and put the drop gate onto the trailer and unload. And he's like, perfect. He's like, he's like, I like that. He's like, when you have a, he's, he's telling me, he's like, I like when you have a plan, you know? And, you know, cause he's like, this pallet is real heavy. It's like 900 something pounds. I said, oh, I know. So I said, that's why I'm trying to make it easy. And he's like, you're, you're already at the location. I said, yeah. I said, I've been waiting here for now, probably going on an hour. I said, cause I didn't know what time you guys were going to show up. And he's like, perfect. He goes, give me about 30 minutes and I'll be there. I said, perfect. So yeah, guys, it is getting delivered. Yes. So now I just got to wait for him to arrive. I'm actually going to reposition my truck in the trailer so it's easier for him to um, actually load up. Um, you know, sorry, not load up, unload his box truck onto my trailer. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I'm really excited, guys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I forgot what, where I was even at on um the breaker panel issue um oh yeah so I, I i believe i'm just gonna go ahead and cut the pipe shorter and just deal with the fact that um you know 
um, you know, it's just going to be lower. Um, and, and I'm okay with that. I, I really am. And to me, I, I, I just don't want to put a disconnect switch right there because that's why I have breakers, right? <laughs> um, but I did learn a lesson, right? Because here's the thing. When we originally ran the wire through the conduit, it's actually two-gauge wire. Um, when we, and it's, um, I forget the exact brand and make and model of that, that wire. It's a special wire. But when we ran that wire, I actually had, um, a licensed electrician, um, come out and double check all my work when I first wired up my system. And then he was actually the one that purchased the, um, power lines for me. And so him and me ran the power lines. I helped him, um, pull the power lines through my under, underground conduit up to the, um, building and we we're trying to save as much money because that's a what 75 or 80 foot run you know so a total i needed like a 90 feet of it and it's really expensive wire and so you know we measured exactly to where we needed to be and basically there was only like i think like one foot on one of the lines and six inches left on the other line and looking back now i should have left that on there but when i was installing it into the um outback system you know, I cut it, I cut it to make it fit because I wanted it to be clean. And so that's where I'm at today, right? Obviously, I should have just left all that extra slack because, you know, I mean, here's the thing, though, even with the, even if I would have left it because one or two lines were still kind of short. In fact, one line, we didn't even need to cut, you know, cut because it was already the perfect size to fit into the terminal already. Um, so even if I didn't cut them, I would still be facing this issue because one or two wires would have been short. Um, so now the only way to overcome this is basically just drop the, you know, cut out a section of the conduit, put the breaker panel on and make my connections. So now here's another thing in the order of this um, new solar system that I purchased. Um, all the batteries have to be individually charged first. So I cannot just hook everything up and turn it on and let it rip. Um, what I need to do is actually charge up every individual battery first. And it comes with a... I actually bought a special charger for these batteries. It's a very special charger for these batteries. And so um, that's also in my order. So as soon as I get it out to the house, I need to start assembling everything, start unboxing everything, because I need to be able to pull the batteries out immediately and start charging them real quick. And I'm going to be charging them with a generator, my welder generator, the Bobcat 260. Um, because the charger itself has to be plugged into AC, an, out, an AC outlet. So I will be running my generator um, to power the um, battery charger to charge the batteries initially. Um, but once the batteries are all fully charged, because I have to charge them individually, once they're all fully charged, then that's it. Then I can make my final connections to my system, disconnect that AC charger, put it on the side for the future if I ever need it. I probably won't ever need it, but if, it, if I do, it'll be there. And then basically I can start working through the system and installing and getting everything running. And I'm glad that he's showing up now because right now it's about 11 a.m. Actually, 11.05. And so that gives me a lot of daylight because there's no power out there, right? And so it gives, I still have a lot of daylight to try to install as much as I can, you know. I don't like rushing things because like, I actually like enjoying doing this kind of stuff. But at the same time, you know, the time is ticking because I do need power tonight. Because I am going to be staying at my off-grid home and we're going to be testing out the new system. So it's just a matter of me unboxing everything, put those chargers on, then start charging the batteries individually. And then once that's done, 
hook everything up, turn it online, and we're ripping. So I'm pretty excited, guys. And I am going to be documenting this for everyone. So um, definitely stay tuned for this video because I believe a lot of you guys are going to like this video. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to reposition my truck, load up, and I'll see you guys on the next one.